On today's show, BP says autonomous electric vehicles are going to put a dent in oil demand. Designers debate about the best place to put headlights, and Mercedes is getting set to test a fleet of electric heavy-duty trucks. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Automakers think that mobility services could represent a whole new business for them to get into. They see a big chance to make big bucks, and that's why we're seeing so much activity in this field. And now the giant German supplier Bosch is entering the ride-sharing business with the acquisition of the U.S. startup company Split. The purchase price was not disclosed. Split has developed an app-based platform that allows coworkers to share rides. There are currently 140,000 users in the U.S., Mexico, and Germany. And in addition to that, the company also just created the Connected Mobility Solutions division to develop and sell digital mobility services. It's very interesting that Bosch is investing in a mobility services company. Since mobility is still in its infancy, anyone can get into the market even a traditional supplier like Bosch. And the growth of those ride-sharing services, along with electric vehicles and autonomy, will put a dent in oil consumption, according to BP. It just released a report that forecast demand will dip from 18.7 million barrels per day to 18.6 by 2040. It may not sound like a big drop, but vehicles will be traveling significantly more miles by that time since more people will be sharing rides in autonomous vehicles. BP also says the growth of EVs will cut oil demand. The number of electrified vehicles will probably grow from around 3 million today to over 320 million by 2040, or about 15% of the total fleet. It estimates that around 30% of kilometers driven by a vehicle will be electrically powered. Still to come, there's a debate in the design community over the placement of headlights And we'll shed some light on it right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Last week, GM announced it's shutting down one of its four factories in South Korea. In Reuters reports, the company wants financial help from the country to keep the remaining plants open. GM has proposed a 10-year, $2.8 billion investment into its Korean unit and has asked South Korea to provide close to half a million dollars in funds. On top of that, GM has also proposed a $2.7 billion debt-for-equity swap for financial support and tax benefits from the city of Seoul but the Korean government needs reassurance of GM's long-term commitment before it will ever provide any funds. GM Korea's union is also putting pressure on the automaker for a viable plan and says it will go on strike if the company completely pulls out of South Korea. There's a debate amongst automotive designers as to whether you should have the headlights attached to the sides of the grille or have them separate. Some car designers like to have the grille and headlamps look like they're one graphic on the front end. A good example is the front end of the Ford Edge, where each headlamp butts right up against the grille. But luxury car designers believe that a car looks more elegant if the headlamps are clearly separated from the grille. 
Look at it, the front end of any Mercedes, Cadillac, or Audi, and the lamps are clearly set apart from the grille. Recently, BMW started integrating the headlamps and grille, notably on the 3 Series, but it must have changed its mind because on the upcoming X4, it's separating them again. Most of us may never notice anything like this, but in automotive design circles, this is pretty important. Coming up next, Mitsubishi updates the plug-in version of the Outlander. Mercedes is getting set to test a small fleet of heavy-duty electric trucks. It will pass out 10 of its e-actros trucks in both two- and three-axle form to companies that transport and deliver goods to city centers. A total of 11 battery packs combined for a system output of 240 kilowatt-hours and a range of up to 200 kilometers, or about 124 miles. Two electric motors mounted near the rear wheels are said to provide performance on par with a diesel truck. The first set of customers will test the electric trucks for a year, after which a second set will get them for another year. Mercedes says it will use the information it gets from the test to see what it still needs to do from a technical, infrastructure, and service standpoint. And infrastructure will be key because as of now the test fleet will use a mobile station to recharge. But at least it's going to have some time to figure things out. Mercedes is aiming for 2021 to have a competitive electric truck. And speaking of electrified vehicles, Mitsubishi is going to show off a new version of the plug-in Outlander in Geneva. You'll have to squint to notice the slight design changes, but a new 2.4-liter Atkinson cycle engine replaces the AutoCycle 2-liter, and both motor output and battery capacity have increased. The vehicle could use a little shot in the arm, too. Mitsubishi only sold 300 Outlander PHEVs last month in the U.S. market. And be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday. John and Gary will be talking all about the new Nissan LEAF because our special guest is the engineer of that electric vehicle, Christopher Reed. So if you have any questions about the LEAF, send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.